better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin and welcome to episode 279 of Bloods R Us. We are back after a very impromptu extended leave of absence. Um, as oh, none at all, yeah. Well, not entirely. There was one day where you had signed on as well, but one uh, day out of I, how many days, yeah. See, unfortunately, shift work in it, like it's just one of those ones, it's so difficult. Um, mm. yeah, so pretty much. A uh, combination of shift work, um, helping Dell study some lines, um, going to Edinburgh to go watch her show, um, you know, going back to work properly in a sense for the first time in about four months. Um, mm-hmm. Like that first week of doing earlies, I was starting between like four and six o'clock in the morning. And by the time I got home, like that Monday that we meant to record, I, I couldn't stay up till eight o'clock. Like, I, I, mm. I was I was lagging like I may have fallen asleep on the recording that's how tired mm. I was um, it's I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things um, but I am still like quite tired and that's why I'm yeah. very thankful that you were working from home today so we could get a bit of a start on the recording a little bit earlier than normal um, so I can try and get some sleep because the last couple of days as well yeah I've been struggling like I've been getting like three four hours here and there like I've not had a proper, proper good sleep. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, to play some whale noises in the background or something and um, <laughs> try and get some sleep. Um, but yeah, so life has just been really hectic with work, uh, marriage life. Um, my car broke down a couple of weeks ago, so I need a new car. Thankfully, at this moment in time, I'm using Dell's car. Um, but I need to, you know, I've got maybe to like beginning of September, maybe end of September to get my shit sorted out um, and get a new car or somehow resuscitate my car. Um, yeah, it's, it's long. It's long right now. Um, and, you know, like scheduling can be an issue. So I can't really promise everyone that, you know, has been listening to us all the time that we're going to be you know, regular week to week, record a Saturday, drop it on a Sunday, uh, because obviously uni season starts in a couple of weeks, NFL game starts, so we generally try to avoid recording on Sunday so we can actually support our teams and watch the American football. Um, hopefully, like, towards the back end of summer, the movie slowly started to die down as well, because that's one of the issues as well. There's been so much out, and so much mm. things getting dropped on Netflix as well. Um, you know, different animes. Like, it's been hard to keep up. Like, I've just about kept up to date with Bleach. I think I'm one episode behind on Bleach. I think I'm one episode behind on Jujutsu Kaisen. 
Oh, um, you just reminded me about Bleach and... Uh. Yeah, because I think they, they dropped on Sunday, innit? So that was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's Wednesday now. So, um, yeah, probably if, depending on how, how long we go, I might watch the latest Bleach, I might watch the latest Jujutsu Kaisen, and I might watch the latest um, Jobless Reincarnation. They're the main three that I've been really keeping up with. Everything else, I've watched a couple of episodes, um, and I will try and get to them maybe when I'm retired and I've got um sitting in my house or just with no job I can watch through all my millions and millions of backlog of anime. Now speaking of anime, did you see that they're doing like a um a one shot for I Show twenty one? Yeah, you just shared that with you shared that with me yeah. today. So I've seen it. Um I Show twenty one is um well to let to let to let our listeners know, I should twenty one. Surprisingly, when I went to uh, uni, a lot of people at uni watched I should twenty one because it's American football based. So um, I I had a girl watching it. Um, it was all right. It was you know it was dated obviously because it came out in when in like the early two thousands or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe even, maybe even late nineties. Um, but you know it was it was decent. It was a decent shonen. Um, so. It's interesting that they are now releasing iShield 21. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it performs, especially now that American football is getting more and more popular in the UK. And not even just in the UK, like American football has been quite, um, not assimilated, but like, oh, is it oh, J- 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 Jamal Charles? Jamal Charles? The, the running back, the running back that's like super big to anime. Oh, him. Yes, 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 yes. Is that, is that his name, Jamal Charles? I think Jamal Charles. Yeah, so obviously he's big into yeah. anime. Um, anime is like being thrust into the American uh, foresight with a lot of the NFL guys um, mm. liking anime and going out and talking about anime. So it'll be cool to see, you know, if if they do do a full-on reboot, will we get, you know, some cameos from you know, popular American footballers that are into anime. Like, that would be yeah. really cool for, like, someone like Jamal Charles, who was over in the off-season and spent time in Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, if you voiced the character or got a little cameo, that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, that definitely, it definitely would be. Or at least people, or at least, um, I guess, players that um, resemble American footballers. Mm. I think that would be pretty cool as well. Yeah. Um. I. I'm all in all. I mean. I. Th- I keep saying this that when it comes to anime, they do sports very, very well. As yeah. in, sports become hyped for no reason, right? But it's so cool to see. Um. And it just you know it adds to excitement if you then add real life American footballers. Um. I know American football is also fairly big in um in Japan too. So it's it's all interesting. It's all you know. It will be nice to see the references that they make, especially because this this is a a one shot. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that, you know, if this is your very first time listening to uh, Blurs R Us, um, you have me, Nana, Ace, um, the host of the most. Uh, you have my very good friend and my university son, Martin, who is my main co-host. Uh, we generally do a weekly podcast doing movie reviews, TV shows, and talk a little bit about anime. Um, today's episode is going to be very, very loosey-goosey as we haven't recorded in several weeks. So we're not going to be going as detailed into reviews as we, we normally would. Um, I'm probably going to give a quick service rating, uh, uh, service review, give a rating, and then move on to the next topic. Um, just because I've got to go to bed. 
Um, but mm-hmm. normally, you know, we do dive in and, you know, break things down a little bit more, give our opinions, have back and forth. Um, ah, man, there's, there's, so, there's so much and I probably haven't even got everything written down. So... Mm-hmm. I am going to start off with Secret Invasion, uh, episode five and six, and obviously we had a finale. Um, yes. I, yeah, I've seen it as well. So Mars I, is good for it. I enjoyed... Oh, um, just just, 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 so, just before we continue with this, um, spoiler alert. Um, let, me, let, me, let me just say that right now so that if anyone is still um, waiting to watch it or haven't watched it for whatever reason, skip forward a good, I guess... 10 minutes just really? to go to the safe side. You're going to go 10 minutes? Nah, I'll say five. I'll say, okay, let's make it five. Let's make it yeah, five. Like I said, I'm, I'm, oh, forgive, I'm, us, forgive us if, if we ruined it a little bit for yeah, you. Yeah, because we're about a, a week late, I'm not going to go too ham on stuff. Um, yeah. I liked it for what it is. Um, it was a spy thriller um, for the most part quite grounded obviously other than the scrolls and the superpowers. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the finale. I liked the killing. Obviously, I'm an action guy, so when there's action and killing happening, I quite I I, I get quite excited. Um, I think how it ended could have been better. Um, and we now have what's was it o- o- omnipotent? Is omnipotent that, is that the one that like, in... someone's like all powerful? Um. Yeah, we now have an omnipotent being in the MCU who is virtually indestructible. Like, even though we had two of them and one of them died, but that's because they were fighting each other. You're now now left with someone that's got the powers of Thanos, the powers of Groot, the powers of Ebony Moore, the powers of Captain Marvel when she basically goes Super Saiyan. Like, yeah, is she now not the strongest person in the MCU? Uh, I would say no. <laughs> okay, I would. I would still say no. Captain Marvel is is quite powerful. She's probably the most powerful uh, character that we have in the MCU, um, bar of course um, Scarlet Witch, who's the next has been. So she's the true, supremely true. powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, definitely up there. I do say there's still people out there. There are still entities out there and um, other heroes that can um, defeat her. I mean, if you look at someone like Doctor Strange, for example, yes, he's human. Um, you, you can't clone magic. Um, so he does still have the ability to uh, to to fight against her on almost equal footing, I'd say. Um, and the other, I'm sure that the other, you know, non... Um, non-biological beings that can also that could also overpower her um so looking in the realms of people like say mephisto Mm -hmm. um you know other entities out there um i mean even people like thanos thanos is very strong however um in terms of power scalings you still have people like franklin richards you still have people like galactus um and other and other beings who are who are who are significantly stronger than her. Even Blue Marvel, I'd say, it, it, um, will be able to. Um, well, if, if we ever see an Adam, um, is it Adam Brashear? Um, either he may be be able to overpower overpower her. So, yes. Um, do you, do you not think that she with that. with the? I don't fully know how the ability works in the comic books. Yeah, mm-hmm. but can she not like assimilate more DNA and keep getting? stronger and keep getting more and more um 
abilities? Well, they've done it very differently in this because um, in this, it, so in the comics, it was scroll engineers that gave her the powers or they gave um, the super scroll the powers. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, it's done through, um, I guess, um, uh, what was it? Um, DNA and science. Nick, Nick Fury, Nick Fury, Nick Fury. Um, sort of having the vial that that had virtually all heroes and um uh give it to both her and um uh is a graphic um so it's different i mean if if them if they're more vials yeah she can definitely absorb, absorb more i mean who's to say that she can't do it but right now we know we know that's the only means of of which she can gain powers we don't know if she can literally assimilate someone and, and gain their gain the abilities like that yeah. um so yeah, there's always a possibility that she could get stronger. It just depends on the on how it's done, or if this is it. She's not getting anything else, but she's already powerful. I mean, unless she has shit like her mind literally breaks, and then she decides to assimilate all powered all powered beings. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if the writing will be there for that. But it's, I mean, it's possible if if it's still if you. I mean, like I said, if you have more vials, then of course she can get she can get stronger and stronger. All right. Uh, I don't think I mentioned our rating system, so. Let me do that now before we uh, keep going on into other different things and obviously give our ratings for Secret Invasion. Um, so we at Blurs of Rush have a very unique rating system. If we think something is dead, it gets bones. Next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. If it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, <clears throat> I give Secret Invasion a three piece. I quite enjoyed it, but they they created more problems than they resolved and Nick Fury mm-hmm. just bounced back into space. I didn't think <laughs> Literally. that was the smart move. I think if if like Secret Invasion shouldn't be a one shot. Secret mm. Invasion should lead into the other movies. So if Secret Invasion is going to link into the Marvels then there should have been like better breadcrumbs remaining. Or if Secret Invasions is going to lead to America hunting down the scrolls and potentially leading to, um, uh, I forgot what the new Captain America is going to be called. Uh, is it New World, new world Order? Yeah, but yeah, if it's going to be linked into New World Order, then maybe we should have got a cameo. Of, of of Sam Wilson as Captain America, I don't know, fighting to save the president or something. Or like mm. fighting against people that are now hunting scrolls and they're maybe saying, oh, you know, this Captain America's a scroll. And it, like, I don't know, like it felt very standalone in how they finished yeah. it. But mm-hmm. it shouldn't be when you have how many is like a hundred million scrolls living on earth like with no home like that's yeah. not that's not something small that's a that's <laughs> a that's a big fucking deal to leave yeah. so so you know just out there just like casually and I, again like obviously everyone's not privy to our text conversations but I did say that Samuel X Jackson was clapping scroll cheeks and we saw him do give give his bay a, a nice little lips at the end so that made me laugh so I give this a free piece. Martin, what do you rate Secret Evasion? And what are your thoughts? Okay, so 
All right, so just a bit of correction. It was um, over 1 million scrolls okay. active on Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so my... First, let's start, my, let's, start, let's start with my rated. I give this a half chicken. Um, the only reason why it's a half chicken, not a three piece, is purely because Marvel does this thing where, of course, because of its rights, this, that, the other, it has to change the story. And for me, every time you look at things like Infinity War, Endgame, um, you look at um, uh, what's called Civil War, things, uh, things like that, they are very important important and good stories but they have to be watered down significantly as stories have to be changed and i've said some from ages ago that i'm not a fan of just making a story and you know adapting it of course i do have to learn that it's the mcu i do have to grow up and and understand that um you know this is a story for, and this is i mean this is what it is you know do you know what i mean at the same time i can't go for that little hump um and I think with this one, they could have done a lot more with um, Secret Invasion. Um, we didn't have to rely on Nick Fury collecting the DNA of other beings. We could have literally had Skrulls, um, you know, getting very close to these heroes, this, that, and the other, and collecting DNA samples for themselves. You know what I mean, well, That's, you don't need to. You don't need to have. Um, you don't need to have this. You know. Uh, I, I, I don't know what's called the Dusex Machina or whatever it is that oh, all of a sudden there's like a vial that has um, the powers of, of everyone that fought in Infinity War no you could, you could have had scrolls, you know doing this thing in secret well, having the scroll scientists te te then technically they were doing it in secret but they were doing it in secret for Nick Fury so Nick they were doing it, it yeah it was, I mean yes Fury's yes they were but it was Nick Fury's task force that was mm. going around collecting the DNA after all the different battles so, and the task force was made of scrolls. And that's why Gravik knew about the the harvest of all the Earth's mightiest heroes' DNA. Yeah, but I wanted to, say, I wanted it to, be, to feel like it was less Nick Fury and more of the scrolls actually doing it behind his back. Mm. Yeah, just, 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 just so that it added more um, gravity to the situation. That, oh yeah more, yeah, more death, more gravity to the situation, which was that the scrolls are... Um, able to do this even behind Nick Fury's back. Um, of course, Nick knowing that um, that um, you know it was the Skrulls that were doing this. I mean, that's the, that's classic Nick Fury. Nick Fury is one of the smartest uh, spies, one of the best spies in the MC in in the MCU, let alone um, Marvel comics. Um, but I just wanted to see a bit more of that, and also. Um, how Gravik and Gaia got those powers as well. I think that too should have been something akin to them being experimented on, or maybe just a, a botched, um, not botched, but um, uh, somehow, somehow Gaia got into the same, I don't know, chamber as Gravik and gained the powers or gained powers at the same time as he did, or that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Just, just something a, a bit more, just, you know, add a bit more to the scrolls or flesh out the scrolls a bit more than simply just. Um, you know, they were all working with Nick Fury, this, that, and the other. Um, but that's that's just me, so that's why I gave it a three-piece. It's saying that, though, no, I you, think that... You, you, you gave it a half-chicken. Yes, I gave it a half-chicken, yeah. It's saying that, though, I do like how the story has sort of escalated things on Earth mm -hmm. because um, it reminds me of uh, what happened with the um, with the X-Men, where the more 
um, mutants that became, you know, that became visible to humans, to normal humans. The more people became afraid, started doing this, that, and the other. You had the, um, is it uh, Friends of Humanity or whatever the case was, who were basically like the KKK, the, the, the uh, X-Men version of the KKK, where they don't want to have these humans in this, that, and the other. Long story short, same thing's now happening with normal humans and people thinking that, um, you know, someone that they don't like could potentially be a scroll. Um, we see that when they, um, when one person shoots and kills the prime minister of, of England, um, of the UK. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a good way of sort of saying that now that the American president has acted this rashly or this irrationally towards, uh, irrationally, irrationally, um, irrationally. yeah, irrationally towards, uh, Towards squirrels and said, you know, basically you try to kill me, so now I'm letting the whole world know that there are squirrels amongst us. We can't trust anyone. I mean, it's created so much mayhem. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I think it even mirrors what happens in in real life. I mean, you only have to look at January 6th in America to see that you had people there who thought that the election was being stolen, and they went up and you know, um, not only did they did they storm um, um, was was it was it the, the capital, but um, you know. They ended up, you know, causing so much mayhem that you know some were some were um, arrested, uh, this, that, and the other. As a similar thing, but it's escalated because you're you're literally killing and you know, you're killing human beings, fellow human beings. Um, and yeah, the world's become a lot more dangerous. And uh, I think, in a sense, graphic may have won purely because you've created this distrust amongst humans that you don't know. I mean, this would, this would have been a better premise for, 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 for um, not a secret invasion, but civil war. Do you know what I mean? Like a literal civil war between, between um, two people. Well, so between um, people who think that everyone is uh, a scroll and people who are just, you know, regular human beings just, just trying to sort things out or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, um, all in all, yeah, half chicken, but you know, it's left it's left a huge um, um, issue that the heroes or the Marvel heroes are going to have to resolve. Um, so yeah, it makes it very very interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I want I want to see where they take it and where where they can potentially link this into the other um, avenues of the MCU. Because like I said, it's it's such a a major like ending of what they've done mm. do you know what i mean like yeah it, it, it has to it's similar to um in eternals where they're like um they've got the the giant not the eternal what's the giant thing that is coming out of earth uh celestial yeah they've got a giant foot celestial coming out of the earth and they've just not mentioned it ever again like you can't mm. do anything in a sense in this phase without that madness happening in the background yeah yeah so. and you know actually now that now that we've, I've, I've mentioned the x-men actually it, it would make a good um uh i guess segue to see mutants now because you've had also you have the super scroll this that, and the other right now they have expert coming to the mix who's to say that someone won't think that the that the x-men are scrolls of some kind, you know what I mean? Like the similar to the super scroll. Um who knows if information like that has been leaked so um the humans become very suspicious of mutants in that sense. And that's how you get people who then um 
come out into the brotherhood of of evil mutants and also the x-men that kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah. um it's, it's left the door open for for a few possibilities so um and i mean in that sense it's, it's been like i said it's been things it's been things interesting mm-hmm. um and yes i do and lastly i do also agree with your point that um the ending could have been a lot more um especially well, specifically for nick fury and um um i can't remember his wife's name his wife's uh i i, I wouldn't tell you i can't remember okay okay it will come to me but um i i i, I didn't like that fact that they just sort of ran away from earth <laughs> do you know what i mean vara her name her name is vara um i didn't like the fact that they just sort of yeah ran literally ran away from earth oh, i I'd, I'd, I'd hope that they instead of run away from earth actually what they've done is they've gone to sword now um because sword is literally the i guess the sibling of shield where it's sort of looking at um earth's uh, threats or um threats to um i guess is it on earth or they're looking more at, at alien um in the sort of alien forces so um it's it'll be interesting to see what happens there I, I, I do hope that sword is is um available there for us yeah it's more threats so it's more threats further out into space yeah yeah um, so yeah, all right. That's Secret Evasion. Um, I don't know why, but Extraction Two is still on my list. Um, so I'm just gonna say that I gave Extraction Two a free piece. And uh, yeah, Extraction Two is still on the list because I hadn't watched it, but okay. now I've now finished it. Okay, what well, I give you a free, I gave you a free piece. What did you give it? Um, I give it, I give it. A th- uh, let's see. I, I say I give it a half chicken. Um, it's slightly different from the first extraction. Do you know what I mean? The first extraction was pretty good, actually. I did, I did enjoy that. Um, second one, I enjoyed it as well. Obviously, um, the main character, I'm not gonna remember his name. Um, you know, he's become broken, fr- um, injured from um, his previous mission, or well, literally not even his previous mission, off the back of the last film. Yeah. So, um, it's all about him rebuilding himself and then obviously getting thrust into, um, into um another 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 fight um so long story short because it's been ages since i've since i've actually watched uh um um the movie the movie the, the movie um yeah i suppose i gave, I gave it a half chicken i'd say it's, it's, it's a decent watch um just so everyone knows a half chicken is not really it's not a bad review it's like a it's like a 2.5 or a, a three out of five so um don't take it as you know don't watch this film it's just that um, watch it, but you some things may you may you may feel like it's uh, it may be up to your to your standards on on, on films. Um, it's films are very subjective, so um, yeah, it's still not a bad watch. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I like the action. I like the gunfights. Um, it was it was it was sad at times because you had characters of the, from the first film um, dying out as well. Um, Again, spoiler. Yeah, the, brother, the, the, <laughs> um, the brother was sick, man, and I I knew like the further and further he went in and got involved and tried to save the was it the little boy? Yeah, I was just yeah. like, he's not good. Well, not just the little boy, but the 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 mum, the sister, and the little boy. Yeah, no, nah, I, I I knew he was gonna get deaded off, man. I hate that man. Like, mm. uh, it's a shame because he was he was he was he was getting in with his kills as well. Though he was he was he was, he was getting was. ham. I was like, raw, okay. Go, my guy. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I'd have to say his name is Tyler Rake. What a name, Tyler Rake. That's that's um, the character portrayed by Chris Hemsworth. Um, do you know what? Actually, it had added a little bit more layer to 
to Drake because we realized that it was his sister's, so his ex-wife's sister, yeah. who was the one that was in trouble. So it just upped the stakes a bit more. Um, there's a bit, bit in the film that um, I think it was Sandro, the son, um, sorry, Sandro, his, I guess, nephew, um, you know, having having a talk about um, Tyler Rake's own son, um, his son having passed away. I can't remember if it was due to leukemia or something, um, but it was a complication. It's healthy. He passed away young. Um, so it just added a bit more humanity to the character. Whereas in the first one, it was literally just this is my job. This here's what I'm doing. Of course, you could tell that um, um, he has this thing against killing kids, even though you know kids were to kill him in in Dakar, um, Bangladesh. So. In this one, it sort of explains why he had a hard time doing it, or even you know hurting hurting kids. In the sense of even trying to even in a sense of defending himself um, against them. Um, so yeah, it's just add a bit more to it in 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 that aspect, which which I like to see. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a decent it's a decent action film all all, all the same. Mm, sweet, sweet, sweet. All right, um, we kind of had two different but similar. TV shows linked because they obviously they, they they were in the same vein of show. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had Kizaimoto Generation um, that was on Disney Plus, and then we had Tales of Africa that was on Netflix. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna give both of them a half chicken. I I think the storytelling in Tales of Africa was better. Mm-hmm. But the animation in the different styles of animation, how um the, is it the, the audio? You know when like they do the the mouth movement and the like the, the um the the voice acting. The voice yes. acting in Kizaimoto and animation was better. Yeah. Um yes. I think yeah. in Kizaimoto there was only one story which I think was called Haitama, which I gave mm-hmm. a free piece where I felt that I needed more. Where in Tales of Africa, I was quite satisfied with all the stories, but they didn't like blow my mind away. Like as I was really interested and in and like enjoyed hearing African folk tales, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it wasn't enough to like suck me in and be like, yeah, you know what? I, I need any, any more of this. It it was it was cool as as someone that like I don't know makes a lot of fun of like diversity sometimes and represent representation in media um like kizamoto tells of africa and super team four like i'm really enjoying seeing like the african representation on screen so that was really cool but you know i'm not just gonna be like ah just because it's like africans it's like of african descent i'm just gonna give it a whole chicken if it's not do you know what i mean so i gave them both a half chicken um are you on the same wavelength or did you enjoy it more than I did? Um, I think well, I'm on a similar wavelength because um, what I liked about Tales of Africa is that the animation feels familiar to me because I do remember being gone. I haven't seen um, those animations when I was when I was growing up, right? So they haven't changed, but I think the stories from Tales of Africa were more in this a similar vein of you know traditional African folk tales as in uh, or folk stories as in there's always um a lesson to be learned at the end of the story. Um for example in the first in the first episode where it talks about this man who um 
wanted to be rich so he made a he made a promise and he forgot his promise and because he forgot his promise all his riches and this that the other were taken from him right yeah. and that's just a simple story of honor your promises do you know mm-hmm. what i mean um um or don't forget the promises that you make that 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 in that similar uh, sort of vein um so i do like those because we have stories like alan sid a spider and we always hear about um you know how smart he is how clever he is um our smarter people being very very wise this that and the other um so that felt very familiar to me which is why i prefer the storytelling of tales of africa but kizaboto uh duration fire did also have that uh, not to the same extent but did have that feeling of um of uh you know you're you're learning you're learning a a story you're learning um a lesson in it um but definitely the animation was was a lot better um you know 3d animated um super smooth um there was an episode i can't remember the name of the episode but that one felt more like it was um in wakanda um just by just by dint of the technology they were using um there were rhinos that had um you know electricity abilities um, that kind of thing. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was pretty cool to see. But there were other stories. Uh, there was there was um, a time or a alter a, a reality altering one. Um, there was a story about. Um, um, I believe it was about a child who had a faulty heart. Um, I'd seen how the mother tried to um, help. Um, help that child um i say mother because it was it was a random child but she has a child of her own who also has a similar condition and things like that Mm. and it was just the fact that um just see the two children coming together um to sort of help help the mom in defeating her enemies i thought that was pretty i thought that was pretty cool um there's there's a lesson there somewhere i don't think i quite took away a lesson from that one but it was there so um both of them i gave a half chicken as well um I, I definitely say watch Tales of Africa if you want something in sort of like a traditional African, especially West Africa telling. Um, and then Kizai Moto, um, you know, for more, I guess, updated um, animation and uh, way of storytelling. Um, Tales of Africa is all in French. Um, I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't have a look at where it was made, but I only, I mean, for me, I just I don't know if it was made in France or if it was made in a, a French-speaking country like say Congo or Togo or well, Ivory Coast all, or whatever. All, all the um, is it fables? Yes, fables. All, all the fables were from French French-speaking um, countries in Africa. So the first mm. one was Cameroon. The second one was Congo. The third one was Benin. The fourth one was Mali, and the fifth one I didn't get the country, and the sixth one was Senegal. So they're all they were all French speaking um African countries. Mm. All right then. There you go. Um um and Kizamoto is exactly the same. I have I don't know which um well, I didn't pay attention to which um um studios and the makeup made yeah, um made I, animation. I I fucked up on that one. The only things that I got from that was the the Mikuzi, the spirit racer. That yes. was that was a Zulu story. That was a Zulu story. So South, I talk, I talk in South Africa or is it Zimbabwe? Okay, I can I can never remember the two. Um, I, I, I'm not even gonna pretend that I know. Um, <laughs> right, but I know, I know one of them was definitely a Nigerian story. One yeah, of them was the, definitely a South Africa story. Mohimi, um, they were speaking Yoruba, Yoruba. Yeah, so that's Nigerian. Um, the surf, surf Sangoma was Zulu again. 
Mm-hmm. Um, first total problems, I didn't get the country. Mukudzi was Zimbabwe. Um, and then the rest of them I didn't write down. I think by that point, okay. I kind of got, not bored, but I was just like, eh, this is what it is kind of thing. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, but still all, all very good. Um, I mean, I say, I, that's what I say, I, I do, I, I do recommend um, we watch those though, that everyone watches those. Um, yeah. No doubt. But one so, thing, oh, go on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, one thing that I would highly recommend and I've got two episodes left, and I'm gonna give it a solid free piece. Is Super Team Four now? Okay. This it's not like Powerpuff Girls, but like it's it, not like Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, it's more like Power Rangers. No, it's basically African Sailor Moon mm. to to an extent. So they've got like superhero transformation they're four girls that get roped into like become superheroes to like defend their 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 town it's really fun and really cool and like it's got a good message um it's it's like do you know what what one thing that i not i regret but like it sucks that i don't have kids right now because like these would be shows that i could watch with them and like in a sense kind of used as like a, a gateway drug into anime because it has some of that feel to it and then also again they get to see themselves in these kind of shows which you know can potentially help them with their confidence and blah 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 do you know what i mean so yeah it, 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 you know when i hopefully when the time comes i've got kids myself there'll be similar shows of of, of similar quality that we could watch together and I can kind of mm. trick them into getting them to anime. <laughs> trick them, you know. I think I think they'll watch anime and like it anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, hopefully. Um, yeah. So I've seen I've seen this as well. Um, I do you know what? I think it's lost on me purely because I'm not in the age group. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think I think for kids is good because it is aimed at kids. And here's me being a big kid. Um, so what I like about it is that you have four um african girls i think one of them is from nigeria one is voiced by nigerian one's voiced by someone from south africa x y and z um i like that they have you know they're into various things one of them i think is uh is a twirler for lack of a better word like a stick twirler or something like that so maybe yeah. part of the marching band or whatever one of them likes football one of them's super into science and i can't remember what the last one does but they all have their own she's, personalities she's, she's, um the last one's like a delinquent and she's like very good okay all right then <laughs> fair um but they have they all have their own personalities um i think they are relatable um especially to to young girls um and yeah, I, I do, I do, I do see uh, what they're doing in terms of they. But I mean, I won't mean by that. I mean um, the producers. I do see what they what what they're doing by um, this this version of uh, storytelling. Um, I think it's nice. You know, I, mean, I do, I do think it's nice. I do think that um, young kids um, are going to enjoy are going to enjoy the series. Um, Nano have better feedback for me because he obviously he's obviously um, um, an uncle. Um, you know, he sees his, his nieces and nephews quite often, so I'm sure they'll be able to tell him um, whether they like it or not. Oh, yeah, no, this is definitely something that next time I'm with them, if they haven't seen it already, we're, we're, I'm, I'm getting them to watch. Like, yeah. I think I think they'll really enjoy it. All right, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to move on to the next thing, even though we're, like I said, we're several weeks late, but uh, I watched Mission Impossible um, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, is an American spy action thriller film. Oops. Sorry, that was my alarm. Um, just in case I had just in case I had a nap and we were meant to record yeah. a little bit later that I'd actually wake up this time because there was one recording mm. where I just didn't wake up. Yeah, you were dead to the world. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely dead to the world. Yeah, which we, we phoned you, we, we messaged you. Yeah, you were just not waking up. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't want that to happen again since we already like delayed on recording so I was like okay if I have a nap and we got record at 8 if I wake up at quarter past 6 then like that gives you enough time to like get my act together alright directed by Christopher Maguire Um, this is the 7th is a sequel to Mission Impossible Fallout and the 7th installment of Mission Impossible film series Um, it obviously stars Tom Cruise returns Ethan Hunt um, with the IMF team um, they mm. are encountering a oh spoilers by the way uh, they're encountering a power, powerful rogue AI known as the Entity um, the cast is stacked as always you've got Hayley Atwell you've got Vic Graves you've got Simon Pegg Rebecca Ferguson Vanessa Kirby SS uh, I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher your name S.A. Morales Poom Clement Poom Clementif Mario Guerrero and Henry Henry Shirney. Okay, I have definitely butchered those names, and I, I really apologize. Um, this movie here is a whole chicken. Like, if you are an action junkie, or you know you are just a fan of Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible movies, you're gonna enjoy this movie. Like, it has all the same elements all the previous movies it brings back some of the characters from previous movies it it kind of potentially changes like the narrative a little bit and this bit of it i'm not gonna spoil because obviously there's a part two coming out later but if you watch it maybe and someone's seen it you might understand where i'm coming from when it comes to the ai and potentially changing the narrative yeah because they do something for me that I put at the end of the movie that I think is very clever. And mm-hmm. if it goes the way that I think it might go, yeah, it's fucking awesome, in my opinion. Like, other people might not like it, but in my opinion, it's sick. Um, okay. Uh, you know Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy, the actor? Yes. Actress, yes. Actor, actress, whatever. Um, she was so sick in this movie, yeah, and again, this is me slightly being racist, yeah. I was like, is this um the same woman that plays Kimiko from the boys? Because she was like she had <laughs> she had that level of violence, like that level of I'm going to fuck you up and I'm going to enjoy doing it. Like she was such a badass in this movie. Like I like obviously because Madness is not that that much of an action y character in Guardians of the Galaxy, is she? She's kinda like No I touch you and you you know, as you kinda You feel you feel things. Yeah. I touch you, you feel and, things. And she's kinda a bit stupid sometimes. So to see her in a role here yeah, where she gets a show of her acting chops here, yeah, uh, her action chops here, yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I was I was it. Like I, I really enjoyed her performance in this man. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise did his thing, he ran as Tom Cruise does, as he, <laughs> does. he ran. He, yeah, you know that Tom <laughs> Cruise run that he does. He just he just did that like a hundred miles per hour. 
Um, now, one of the stunts that was like like the big deal stunt of this movie, yeah. Mm. I didn't actually think it was necessary. Like, it was so basically, there's a runaway train, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, he's meant to use the motorbike to like jump on the train from like a, you know like a decent height but the the train wasn't going to be going too fast and it was all going to be like you know like really not, I want to say not realistic but like a stunt that could have been done do you know what I mean yeah but then something happens and now the train is basically like in um speed and it's like the train's going faster than it should be he's missed his point of the jump so he needs to reroute so while he's rerouting he gets to this mountain and, and then Simon Pegg's character's like, yeah, you're gonna have to ride the bike off the cliff because you got a parachute and you can use the parachute to land on the train. I was mm. like, ah, could have done a little bit about <laughs> that, but I'm not gonna lie, it was still fucking hyped when he made his entrance yeah. into the train because it was fucking sick because it was Tom Cruise in a parachute landing on the train. Like, it's hype. do you know what I mean? Like, as unnecessary mm. as I thought it was, like, the, the little boy inside of you was like, fuck yeah. This is a hype action scene. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I look forward to part two. Like, I cannot wait for part two to come out. And I'm going to be there in the cinema. This is a whole chicken. Um, if it's not in the cinema anymore, the moment it comes out on, like, a streaming service, um, if you're a Mission Impossible fan, I would highly recommend you watch this. All right, then. My cousin... So, I actually, I met with my cousin um, last week and he was talking to me about this. I have not that I've seen it yet. I do want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think it's just to gather his thoughts. Um, he was, he mentioned that the main bad guy was AI. And uh, apologies if... I'm, I'm sure this is also a spoiler, but the AI was essentially pitting two secret services, the IMF, against... Um, against another another sort of secret service. Yeah, but so, it was giving orders to both of them, basically. Yeah, so, you know, basically in every movie, yeah, they give Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt a mission. Yeah, yes. and pretty much every movie is like, fuck the mission, I'm going to do it my way. So in mm. this movie, he's given the mission by his team and to like retrieve these two keys and then give it to his agency. But then when he learns that they're basically the keys um linked to potentially controlling this ai he's like oh these keys are too dangerous for anybody to have so i'm just gonna get rid of the keys completely and the ai Mm. is like using all the like he's using what do we call it um you've got mi6 you've got um oh my god why am i forgetting is it interpol yeah interpol interpol fbi cia like basically every country's security's team um yeah. is is now hunting Ethan Hunt to try and get these keys first because basically yeah. whoever could control this AI even though the AI can't be controlled but if someone can control this AI basically rules the world and mm. it's just Ethan Hunt being Ethan Hunt and I, I think like I know like sometimes we get a bit mad about people just doing copy pasta and you know just doing the same thing over and over again but like for Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible it works like it's pretty much the same mission over and over again, but they just yeah. add subtle bits of flavor to it and even more dangerous stunts. And like the last movie had fucking um, what's the Witcher guy's name? Oh, the Witcher. Yeah, Henry Henry Cavill. And Henry Cavill. Uh, Cavill. And it was it, it was fucking sick. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. 
sorry. Yeah, hold. Yeah, continue for your cousin's thoughts. Sorry. All right. Um. Just, 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 uh, just add, uh, Interpol is, I think, an international um, organization. Uh, yeah. So it's not. It's even though it's based in France, it's. I think it's. Yeah, Interpol is um, international. I can't. I couldn't. Yeah. In in that moment, I couldn't remember all the secret services. Like America's the FBI. Mm. We have MI6 or MI5. Um, MI5 and MI6. Yeah. Oh, what do the Russians have? Um, I don't. I I wouldn't even be able to tell you. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, KG, KGB, they're the KGB. KGB, there you go. Ah, I should have known that one. Go on. <laughs> yeah, so he was saying, um, you know, um, what, like he was sort of just asking my thoughts on AI and um, just uh, AI's capabilities because he said that, obviously, AI, he believes that AI is at a stage where you know, it can't go off and start telling people what to do, this, that, and manipulated things. And it reminded me of a story... Um, Wait, fairly you, recently sorry, did you say about it can't? it can't yeah it's not as sophisticated yet okay but i think um, you, i think you're going to tell the story that i was just about to say when you gone is that is it about the chat gbt yeah where he the the ai hired someone to do the um i'm not a robot verification because he couldn't yes. get past it yes yes that's 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 the one that's the one i mentioned so um for those of you, for, for the listeners who are unfamiliar with uh, what ChatGPT did, um, I, w- I will always rubber stamp this by saying um, this: this is this is what has been this is what has been reported, but it may it may be a fake story. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm only going off of this because it's for no one. No, no one has said it's a fake story, so I'm still continuing to say that like three weeks afterwards or whatever, how long, however long afterwards. But essentially, ChatGPT was asked to. Um, uh look at something or go into something right and there was being tested to see just how it would do mm-hmm. and it managed to fool a human being so recall up this human being or messages human to say that you know ah oh, i can't access i'm trying to access my password i can't access it because of this um um check there's this check that i can't read i haven't got my glasses with me this that yeah. the other, so i can't make out the letters so it ends up sending a a, a screenshot of the um of that little capture mm-hmm. to that person, and that person also read it out for them, right? Now, it's smart, obviously, it's smart to do that because it's been given a task to do. It's it's done the task to the best of his ability by asking for help from someone else, right? Now, when he said AI is not as advanced, I think AI is fairly advanced. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. able to trick a human being into into read out a screenshot for you, then I'd say you are fairly, you're fairly advanced, right? It's only about a time before um ai has got to do their own thing and the reason why i say go off and do their own thing is also because there was a story a few years ago um i think this is about um uh i want to say it was like some sort of either microsoft or google thing where you had programmers essentially had to stop um or had to shut down this ai because it has started making its own languages or it was like yeah. two maybe two ai applications talking to each other and they spoke in English firstly, and then it started having its own English code. As in, it, it would you have a normal conversation, but start repeating certain words. For example, it'll say the sky is blue. It'll say the sky is blue. The sky is blue. Blue sky. Blue sky. Blah blah. The is that kind of thing. It starts you know changing up the words of this that the other, and programs obviously clocked that it was a code but they don't know to this day what the code is. It's yeah. something like if an AI is launched or if um, some sort of automated process is launched today for um, or um, a developer launches it today 
tomorrow or within 24 hours it could change to something else so it's that sort of learning that has to be sort of understood by the by the developer um and that could take i mean it, it took 24 hours for this to happen but that it could take days weeks months before the code is cracked do you know what i mean so that's that's the power of ai um so who knows? Who knows um, just how um, advanced AI will become? Uh, just what it, just what its capabilities are. But I'd say watch this space because um, I'm very much I'm very much a fan of Terminator. I know for a fact that you know um, if human beings aren't careful, um, it doesn't it doesn't just have to be AI. It could be diseases, whatever the case is. If we're not careful, we can end up be, uh, being the masters of our own destruction, basically. Yeah. Um, my, but yeah, um, I just—you know—I—I I, I really want to say my theory. So, if anyone doesn't potentially want to hear my crazy theory for part two, uh, fast forward like sixty seconds. All right. So basically, we don't know when the AI started off. Do you know what I mean? The way they filmed the mm-hmm. ending sequence, yeah. The AI, obviously, technology advanced differently, so it probably couldn't have been so far back here. But IMF could potentially have been run by this AI from the beginning. And everything that we've seen up to this point could have been basically been by the design of the AI. And I personally think and I personally think that's fucking sick if that comes true. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Like the way the way they filmed the last shot yeah is like you know when Ethan Hunt gets the um Cause you know he never actually like speaks to anyone physically. It's always no, he never sees the handlers or yeah, whoever's it's always, giving mission. It's always, it's, always, just... it's always a cassette with the mission, yeah, and that will self destruct. Yeah. And at the end, you hear the like the AI doing that voice and saying, "If you have a mission, you choose to." Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" It could have been yeah. the AI the oldest. So yeah, if from that, time, yeah, exactly. And if that's the case, yeah, I'm sorry. That is, for me personally, I love that. I think that's fucking genius. Like the other people, they might think that's stupid, but me personally, that makes me gassed. And I, if they, if they um execute it right and make it like come out of left field, and like even though I've said the theory, I still don't see it coming. I fucking sweet man. Like I'd I'd be happy. I'd be very gassed. No, it's, it's a good theory because then you have to ask yourself when this AI replace you know, replace the humans in order to do this, right? Or is it doing it behind the scenes of, um, of like maybe like a, I don't know, like a backdoor access type of thing. So the, the actual people who give out the missions, they're still doing their thing, but then uh, through a backdoor, stuff like that, it's now given separate missions to um, Eva Hunt because I'm sure the IMF has different cells, right? It's not just um, Ethan Hunt's cell. You've got right. multiple cells all over the world and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. you, you right so it's interesting to see if that is actually the case and that will seriously be a, a good um um sort of like a, a good way of saying that this ai has been you know alive for or active for ages do its own thing um for what purpose we don't know but um it'll be it'll be a good story yeah well the the, the purpose is um its own um its own protection basically because obviously is it actually zero protection yeah so so basically it's gained right. sentient and it's basically if he can if, if, the, if the if the AI can destroy the keys no one can shut mm. him down because no one can access where the AI brain is because mm. it's like buried in a submarine submarine that like the AI um uh, what's the word 
the AI got them to shoot themselves so that yeah it will be in the, like in the Antarctic Ocean where it's a very hard place for it to, for it to be um, reached. Like it's fucking sick. Like yeah. you need to watch it, man. Like it, it, it's sick. Like you will enjoy it. All right. Um, yeah, we'll watch it. Next up, uh, Invincible um, Eve special. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um, so it's a prequel to Invincible. It focuses on Samantha Adam Eve Wilkins. Uh, she discovers her powers at a young age that she can, um, is it manipulate atoms? Oh, I'll just go yep. there quiet just then, sorry. Um, oh, I see if you heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she I, can, I can manipulate not just matter in general, just matter in general. Um, I'll explain more after, you, after your synopsis. Uh, and must, uh, basically, she, you know, she's, all right. She discovers her superpowers as a young girl and must come to terms with her own sister, sinister origins as she discovers a family she never knew she had. Yeah. I give this a whole chicken. I really enjoyed it. I, like, through them showing her ability to, like, see atoms and, like, kind of expand on how she can pretty much create whatever she wants using, um, I guess, the molecular atom structure of mm-hmm. the world. And the only reason she basically isn't, like, god tier level mutant is because she's got like a a mental block to make sure she doesn't like destroy the world like she she has the potential to be a lot stronger than i thought she was and like my like i like her more as a character from cena's backstory and hopefully in the next season of invincible i'm actually gonna root for her a little bit more than I did in season one. I don't think <laughs> well, you didn't like her in season one. I think I did. I think I did like her. I just didn't. I didn't think I loved her. And I think getting more of her backstory and seeing the sense why she was a little bit of a bitch towards the dad and stuff. Um, mm. And a bit. Obviously, I get she's a teenager in it, but like th- th- there was a lot more that we didn't know that was revealed in this. Um, I don't even know how long. Forty-five minute episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it and however long we get of Invincible, if we can get like maybe little one shots of some of the other characters as well, while we like mm-hmm. wait for other seasons, like me personally, I ain't gonna say no to that. Like I enjoyed it. Um, it will tie us over to season two. Um, yeah, whole chicken. Um, what did whole you chicken. Think? Yeah, I think I give it, I give it a whole chicken as well. Hell I think yeah. for, for me, the Invincible series is uh, probably, and, and comics, is probably the best telling of superheroes in real life, as in, in our world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you look at, say, DC, Marvel, okay, let me let me be specific because DC and Marvel can have, have some dark ass stories, right? But so let me be, be specific. When we look at characters like Superman, for example, and Captain America, they are people who who are the ideal. I am going to fight against, I am going to protect everybody's rights and fight against people who try to harm others. So if it's an alien invasion trying to harm humans, you see Superman fighting against them, you see Captain America fighting against them. If it's to, um, I mean, they, they, they are seen as uncorruptible. They always have this sense of justice that, um, you know, can't be broken no matter what, right? Um, that's 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 how you know the original Superman and uh, Captain America 
were. Um, in fact, Superman, you saw a few of his um, comics were a bit more um, friendlier um, than they are now. Do you know what I mean? There was a definite bad guy. There was a definite good guy, this, that, and the other. Whereas Invincible says, nah, screw all that because um, you have, for example, I can't remember the name of these twins, of the twins, right? But essentially, no matter how many times you've, you've, you beat them up, put them in jail, they always come back. Yeah. And when they come back, they end up doing badness anyway. That's all they do, badness. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it also, it leads to a question, what do you do when people just won't stop being bad, won't stop doing bad things? Do you know what I mean? Um, or, you know, follow the social contracts, which we have, the which is, you know, treat others like yourself to be treated, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, and we see that a lot in... Um, in um, um, uh, invincible now coming back to the atom e story I, I i give it a whole chicken because yes it's a, it's an origin story of atom e but it doesn't miss a beat when it comes to how brutal the invincible series is overall um you can see that there's a lot of shady stuff that happens um in a way similar to what we see from void in um the boys mm-hmm. um you see that um atom eve was was basically uh, uh, experimented on in the womb, given her abilities in the womb, almost killed a mom trying to, well, when her mom was uh, given her birth, um, and then, or given birth to her, sorry. And um, her childhood, you know what I mean? Her father believed that Atom Eve is hers, or theirs, um, couldn't understand why their child was weird in inverted commas purely because Atom Eve viewed the world very differently. Yeah. Um, when it came to her drawings, for example, her dad is not a dad is not a person who is educated in that way that he would understand what the molecular structures are like, yeah. or the mom is understanding of you know what what she's going through that kind of thing, and uh, because she is vastly she is different from normal human beings, right? So when she starts to draw these things. Um, uh, you know, see the world in this way, stuff like that. Um, again, this was revealed by the babysitter who was doing physics. He had a physics exam, right? And Atom Eve helped him. Helped him. And if, for example, they saw it as, nah, it can't. It, my, my child can't be a genius. I mean, she's just a weird kid, right? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you're not really a supportive dad because, yes, your kid is, if, to you, your kid is weird. But surely, if the weirdness is supposed to be explained away as my kid is autistic for example or my kid is you know something else then surely um you'd be able to um have a better relationship with with, with a kid right and we see that because of because the dad isn't like i said that kind of dad who is um academically inclined that way um it, it leads to it leads to issues um which is why you see adam eve act the way she acts when she's when she's a teenager this that and the other um you also see her powers manifested for the first time and even her friend um you know well the friend that she had ended up not being a friend again because eve um had these abilities and you know pushed her a bit too far and, and scared a friend and since then she didn't have that friend anymore um but all in all, it's it's just it's just a it's a really good um, short film um, depicting Atom Eve. Um, you know the the origins of Atom Eve. Without me saying anything else to add more layers to and spoil it more for you, I say definitely go and watch it. Um, 
like I said, it doesn't miss a beat um, from the from the Invincible series. It's really good. Um, it show for me. It shows you how what humans like the depth of what humans can do um, in order to fulfill, you know, I guess a mission or a goal. Um, we see this all time in real life as well, so it still harkens back to real life. So yeah, definitely go watch it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. Um, do you want to give two or three things from your list? Boy, two or three things on my list. Yeah, yeah. Because I've 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 done a few. Let me let me let me see. Give give a couple of things on your list, then I'll finish up, and then we'll kind of wrap up till maybe the weekend. Like no promises. All right. So um, I've watching quarterback. Um, I've actually, I've actually finished watching the series quarterback. Oh yeah, um, I still ain't, I still ain't jumped on that. I've left it off the list. Right. I might. Okay. Uh, I I will watch it at some point. Hmm. So quarterback is a Netflix series that follows quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes, um, Mark um, Marcus Mariota, mm-hmm. and um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Um, they are they play for uh, the Kansas uh, City Chiefs. Um, Mariota plays for or played for. Um, I want to say was the was it the Falcons he played for. He was, he, oh. was, he, was he not the backup? He was the backup. He was the back- I, I can't remember. Yeah, it was, he was definitely backup QB. He was definitely backup. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was the Falcons. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. But he's now signed up to a different team as well, uh, which I can't remember off the top of my head. And Kirk Cousins, who plays for the Vikings, right? Um, so it, it basically just follows their career in the 2022 season. Um, everything from their training regimen to, um, you know, to sort of like a bit, look into a bit of their personal lives. Um um, and how they handle injuries, how they handle losses, um, and that kind of thing. So it's just a small, it's a, it's a short documentary. I think it's about six episodes long, um, maybe, maybe ten episodes long. That looks into uh, literally just their lives and you know the ups and downs of their of their um, American football careers. Um, I give it a three piece because um, it, for what it is, it just it's just an insight into them as people, uh, sort of. Again, I know they're humans, but again, it makes them more relatable. You can sort of understand the pressures of being. If it was done sports, um, um, or had, or some sort of competition-based thing, when especially team sports, you sort of understand what it is to be an athlete. Um, maybe you're doing it for fun, so you don't get paid millions of of pounds or dollars as as they do, but you still understand the competitive side of playing for a team and wanting to win. All the trials and tribulations that come with that, um, you know, injuries. Um, personal things that happens that get in the way of your performance, um, your own physical health, mental health, and that kind of thing, and that shines uh, a light into that as well. Um, so I give it a three piece, and I think you should definitely check it out. Um, it's it's a similar vein to say Hard Knocks, basically. Um, nice. If 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 I can even compare it to that, but do, do you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Do you know the producers of that must have like jizzed when like. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs made it all the way to the Super Bowl and oh yeah like, 100% 100% that, they must have been like oh my god like do we gonna get so much ratings like it, yeah like, yeah exactly and it comes and it comes in a good time because it, this is just before the NFL season or it came out just before um, preseason yeah and 
it was released before also before um the hard is a hard knocks with the jets yeah so it's kind of, it's kind of a good time to sort of tithe over american football fans or people are just interested in american football and want to maybe 2023 is the year they want to start watching american football and you know this landed at a good time i think because mm-hmm. it's come out just before hard knocks Hard Knocks is now playing. Um, we have preseason games as well, so you can watch pre your preseason games and Hard Knocks with the Jets. Yep. And then, in, in, is it two weeks time now? Uh, weeks time, we're going to have the NFL starting. Well, I think it's two weeks time. Yeah. Um, have the NFL starting. Yeah. Well, since you well, maybe it's three weeks. It's September, isn't it? Since, yeah, September. But since you've mentioned right. Hard Knocks, I've only watched episode one. Episode two mm-hmm. came out yesterday. I will. I don't think I even finished episode one. So I'll go. I'll go finish episode one and watch episode two. Um, but I'm excited that football is back, baby. Football is back, baby. Yeah, same here, same here. Um, so yeah, so that's the second thing that I've that I've got on my list. Um, Try to see what other one do I have here that I can uh, mention. Do you know what? Um, let's go into record of Ragnarok season two. Um, uh, so I have finished record of Ragnarok uh, season yeah. two. Um, I think I think it's still really good. Um, um, one of the for those of you who don't know who, what rec- record of Ragnarok is, it's basically gods fighting humans. And when I say gods, you're, you're looking at the likes of Zeus, Apollo, Krishna, um, um, Buddha, um, you know, Hades, countless other gods, Hades, Hades, Hades yeah. Hercules, you know, countless other gods from not just from, I mean, from all over the world. So you're not just looking at um, the Greek pantheon of gods. You're looking at Egyptian gods. You're looking at um, Hindu gods. Um, you know, you've got people and, and, and the like. And then you have um, real life character, real life people like um, um, I think it's Masashi Miyamoto, um, Jack the Ripper. Um, um, oh, names, names, names escape me. And then we have um, Adam you, as well, was, who we see. I, 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 was in, just, in I was just about to say, did you mention Adam? Yeah, um, you had Ad, the, Adam as the had, progenitor of humanity yeah. according to the Bible. You had so you had, you had samurai. You had you had Lubu. Like that was probably my favorite. Oh, Lubu, that was the first Lubu fight. Yeah, was gangster. Mm, mm. Yeah. So, um, so it's basically humans fighting gods for humanity's sake because if humans lose they're basically wiped out because the gods have basically had enough of humanity that's that's basically what it is or maybe the board of humanity so this will start again or whatever the case is but yeah humans will be destroyed um so in this one without giving away too much of a spoiler you see um um buddha basically betray the gods Mm -hmm. and fight on a human on humanity's side and the reason why he does this is purely because he was he was once human. <laughs> he was once human. He doesn't really follow any of the gods or whatever the cases. He does what he does because you know because he, he can. Um, he doesn't listen to he doesn't bow down to anyone. He doesn't to anyone. He follows his own life, and um, I can't remember the god he fights against, but it's um, one of the seven lucky gods. Yeah. I, th- I believe it's what it is. Yeah. Um, seven, seven, seven gods of luck. I think it's a Japanese culture, or maybe it's Chinese culture. I was just, um, I, I think it's Chinese, but I'm not understand. Like, don't, don't, yeah. don't us on this. It was, it was a couple of weeks ago when we watched this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
I do. I do want to say it's Chinese as well, Japanese. I th- I'll say Chinese for now, but yes, I said, don't don't put your, don't put your ass forget it wrong. It's not culture. We should have done more to uh, to respect the culture. Actually, give you a, a proper, uh, um, you know, landing on on which culture, which country these gods are from. Um, so yes, we we, we take that. Um, we take that. We take that knock on the head. Um, but. Um, yeah, it was really good. Really good animation. Really good fights. Um, again, because we know that the, what this what the stakes are, um, each fight you're literally on the edge of your seat because, of course, you don't want humanity to just do you know, get wiped out and stuff like that. But I can see why. <laughs> um, I can I can see I can see to some extent why the gods are fed up of humans. Um, so I, I give it, I give this a three piece. Um, just because of the level of action in there, level of storytelling. Um, I believe the stories are, I don't want to say they're even accurate, but you just sort of understand each culture's God and, um, you know, the stories surrounding them. Um, again, like I said, be it true or not, um, uh, they, they are they are interesting stories. Um, so I think that's the last thing I'll, I'll mention. I don't know if I gave quarterback a, a rating either. Um, uh, I don't think you did. What did you rate quarterback? Uh, yeah, what did you rate quarterback? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I said three piece, um, but I do recommend everyone watch it. Either way, I will try. Um, listen, listen, listen back to um, yeah. So guys, just correct us early on as, as to my rate of quarterback. I think I gave it a three piece. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Okay. I guess, yeah. I guess the last thing could be the Witcher. I've said end of the the was it? So you haven't finished the season of the Witcher. Yep. So Witcher season three part two dropped three episodes. Really weird that they just dropped three episodes um i give it a free piece but the last episode for me was a whole chicken and that's just because mm. there was like so much action and violence in that movie um what is series it, is it, is it uh, uh, sorry series is it siri yeah siri we got to see her like do it oh not you siri damn it sorry mm. my phone decided that i thought i was talking to her um that character in The Witcher that I can't say the name just so that I don't trigger my phone. Um, <laughs> she did her first kill and I thought that was pretty cool. And um, that whole like bar fight scene was quite epic mm. for me. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, it is it is very, very sad that we're no longer going to get Henry Cavill as, uh, as Geralt because yeah. like I feel like he was born to play Geralt. Like, mm. I know, you know, makeup and, you know, uh, hair and makeup and stuff to, like, make him look like a part. But, like, there's only so much you can do with just hair and makeup. Like, I felt like he... Like, I didn't play the games. I, I, I've seen vague clips of The Witcher. Um, mm. But, like, when, like, I close my eyes and think of... Geralt of Riviera, I think of Henry Cavill's portrayal of him. Do you know what I mean? And I've seen some really cool cosplays of which which are um like many years back um that I thought was sick. But like he just smashes it, man. And like his sword play is on point. Like the choreography, like obviously every stunt and every fight scene they practice and rehearse it, yeah. But like you still got to be able to do it. You still got to make it look real. Like you can't just like half ass in it. And like he, he just does it so well. Like dude is just a like he's just 
perfect. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like when people yeah. say, like, ah, oh, you know, when they think of Wolverine, they just think of Hugh Jackman. When they think of um, Tony Stark, they think of Robert Downey Jr. When they think of Deadpool, yeah. they think of, um, oh my God, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan like, Reynolds. There's just certain characters that when you say their name, like, you just think. So, like, I, like, I, is it not, not Chris Pratt? Um, Lee, is it Liam Hemsworth? Liam Hemsworth. I feel so bad for him, man. Like, I mean, it's not his fault that he has to take up this role first and foremost. Yeah, do you know what I, I mean? I, I get that, but like, I, I, we know that the internet is a is a shitty place in it. Yeah, and yeah. We like we've seen. Oh, I forgot her name. The girl from is it Kelly Miri Tran? Um, from which which from, film? From, sorry? Star, from Star Wars. He, from Star, so Star I Wars, that. the um, the oh yes, 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 yeah. She got bullied off Twitter because people didn't like her portrayal of the character. Um, there was, a, there's, I was trying to give another, I, I was trying to remember another example. But she was the only one I feel like. I hope that he has a good support system around him. Like as much yeah. as nerds are generally like nice guys and girls. Like nerds can be very toxic when you come for their their property. Like we've seen what people have done to Star Wars, we've seen what people have done to Harry Potter. Like mm. when you piss off nerds, they they strike back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they they can take the piss to next levels. Do you know what I mean? So I I hope the his reception. I hope people are kind. Let me put it that way. He's 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 stepping up to the plate. To do an impossible task, like be mm-hmm. kind in it, like cut him some slack in it, like he's just doing a job, yeah. I, I, I like I know it's gonna be difficult for me to watch the next season, knowing that mm-hmm. Henry Cavill isn't Geralt, but I'm still gonna watch it and I'm gonna try and and get through it. Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think I think even Netflix sort of have sort of acknowledged that they fucked up because when we saw. Um, season three come out i think it was after season three episode three come out right they said something like don't worry henry cavill is still um it's still uh Geralt, i guess for for this series right for season season three right mm-hmm. and and i just thought to myself that's kind of dumb that you've done that right because um basically it's like in one way, they've said to Liam Hemsworth that yes, you are going to be Geralt, but you're not going to be as good as uh, mm. as um, Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. And of course, they've heard fans, um, uh, you know, outrage at the fact that Henry Cavill is no longer with them, or uh, with 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 the with the series, right? Mm. So they've, they've, there's that acknowledgement there, especially in 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 the in their um, in that in that press release or Twitter release that mm. um, um, with with that comments in there. Um, secondly, when you have actors that love the source material, I, th- I, I, it's, I always argue that it's better because they can portray and do things, or maybe um, add a certain um, flair to the character, or maybe do scenes um, and um, um, even even have some sort of. Um, even add input into what this character would do in a certain situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to make it more authentic. Just make that character more authentic, especially to um, in, to uh, you know, live action um, series, film series, etc. So 
losing that aspect of of um you know of someone like henry cavill who is a fan of the series um it, i do believe will hurt the series in some way um i mean no no first liam hemsworth i don't know if he knows the witcher series like that mm. um and as someone who is a massive comic book fan as, as we spoke about earlier today when it comes to certain portrayals that marvel that the mcu has has done of characters I, I don't I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, if you have a if you have an actor actress whoever it is that knows the source material can you know direct um, a more accurate presentation of the character. That's something that I appreciate. Yeah. Um, so that's why also it's going to be uh, um, it's going to be you know, I guess shoes for Liam Hemsworth to uh, fill. But yes, I will give him a bly. I will say um, you know um, it's not Henry Cavill. Um, I'm going to try, for, for the most part, I'm going to try and watch The Witcher as yeah. simply, um, um, you know, as simply Geralt doing his Geralt things. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's going to be tough, man. Like, obviously not in the same vein, yeah, but you know when, um, did you watch Spartacus? Yes, I watched Spartacus. Yeah, when they replaced the, the Spartacus, it, like, it, it, it lost, like, that, that Spartacus feel, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what? It was, for me, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel it. You know, for me, huh? I didn't feel it like that. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought it was still because I watched it literally right from beginning to end. I didn't feel like um, the series had lost much. Um, maybe in terms of looks, because obviously the the actor that portrayed Sparkers was different. Mm. But that's about it. In my in my in my opinion, I do I do believe that he was um, actually a very very good replacement. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So let's see. Maybe maybe it gets the Spartacus feel in my mind, and it's a it's a good um, uh, what should we call it? It's 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 a good it's a good replacement. That, yeah. that um, Liam Hemsworth. Sorry, yeah, Liam Hemsworth is a good replacement. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So I gave it a three piece. What did you give it? Sorry. A uh, three piece. All right. Cool. Um. Captain Four. Um. I think everyone's trying to do South Park Big Mouth. And um, Archer, Archer. Um, so this falls in the same vein of Paradise PD, Farzar. Um, now, why I, I will add with a caveat Farzar and Paradise PD, yeah. As much as I didn't like it by the end of each fucking season, I was finding myself laughing and wanted to see more. And like, it was like I was hate watching it, yeah. This, this one, yeah, it didn't get better. However, <laughs> I do want to see a season two just because I want to see where they take the story. Like, the story in itself, yeah, is pretty good. The humor, it's not my type of humor. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I like this, the concept of having a full guy captain and, like, you know, the actual, like, bad girl who's second in command she started to fool for him yeah like i want to see where they take it like i want to see if he like once he kind of like finds out that they're criminals does he Mm. continue to go with it but still like fuck things up because he's an idiot yeah almost like um not cowboy bebop ah what's the one with remy revy Oh my god, why am I forgetting? Uh, I can't the, remember. The anime. Black Lagoon? Black Lagoon? Mm. 
Maybe Black Lagoon. Yeah, where the where the guy is like a normal guy. Yeah, gets, gets, the guy gets yeah, yeah. he's a salary so, man gets kidnapped. Yeah. You see uh, people like um uh is it Butch Dutch? I can't yeah. remember his name. I'm obviously yeah, it's Black Lagoon. I'm obviously not expected to do Black Lagoon levels, but I'm saying like I like the story and I want to see where it goes. But yeah. as a show, like it's 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 just about you stick it in the background while you're ironing, like. I, I agree because I couldn't watch the first episode because I says I got about halfway through the first episode, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, I've, I'm still on the first episode. <laughs> I got I, I got halfway through the first episode, and I just kept thinking to myself, "Is this another Paradise PD meets Archer kind of thing?" Because the animations, I guess, the animation is more like Paradise PD. Um, but it's got like an archery feel to it, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't know. I just I just couldn't get past. It. I thought I thought I just felt like it was another Archer Paradise PD. Um, what's the other one? Um, Farzar clone. Um, so I didn't pay I didn't pay much attention to it. But you are right. It's something just to stick on in the background whilst like you're doing your ironing or what I like to do is to stick stuff in the background as I'm playing video games. Yeah. So. Um, that's how I'm going to treat it. Um, it doesn't. I think the only a few handful of series that do it right, rather for me, is definitely South Park. Or South Park just shoots or, uh, shoots at everyone. Mm. It's an equal opportunities offender, which yeah. is what I like. Then you have series like um, Rick and Morty. Again, it, it 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 pretty much shits on you know I guess religion, school system. Um, uh, things to do with politics uh, like, like, anyone can get it basically that's the thing. anyone can get it as well which is um what i like to see as well whereas with um series like faza um and the like it feels more like uh, you know it's it's there to have you know to be able just to swear have crappy humor just for the sake of it and for me that's like that feels like almost like the lowest form of comedy uh, or um uh, entertainment when it's just I I could do this so I'm doing this, um. So yeah, there's that. Mm, cool. Um. All right. Wait. Okay. No, that's right. Um. So obviously we've just had the Barbenheimer, um, where we've had Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um. You still there? I'm still here. Okay. Cool. Um, were you able to either of these two movies, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Say again. How, how do you how do you say Labos like, again? Were you able to see Barbie? No, so I've seen Barbie. I've seen Oppenheimer. Yeah, no. seen, okay. All right. Oppenheimer is a good film, but it's very long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I liked elements of it. I liked the historical nature of it. But it was a long, like it was three hours. It was a long film, in it. Like, yeah. As much as I can appreciate, like, the directing style and the shots and the black and white, um, the acting was fucking fantastic. Like, obviously, we all know now by now, Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor, in it. Like, he was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Remy Malik was in this for, for, was in this movie. Um. What's his name? The guy that played Huey from um, The Boys was in this movie. Like, the, the cast was stacked in it. Um, yeah. But the movie was <laughs> very long. And, like, I know I can watch a, like, a three-hour Marvel movie, but, like, 
it's engaging it's got me jumping up and down like do you know what i mean this one didn't really do that yeah but i did Mm -hmm. like it for what it is yes i'm gonna give it i gave it a half chicken yeah i would highly recommend people go see it like it's it's something that i didn't get to see in imax but it's something that is definitely deserved to be seen on the big screen um so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Barbie, right. I give Barbie a free piece. Um, you kind of spoiled it for me a little bit, but that's not your I, fault. I did. Yeah, when you posted that TikTok in the group, and it was like, ah, oh, um, Barbie's Black Panther for white bitches, and it broke, it broke down, <laughs> it broke down the story of why Barbie and Black Panther are very similar. And I'm not gonna lie, it 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 was very similar. So obviously, yeah. I kind of, yeah. I kind of went in knowing this because, other than the trailer, I didn't actually know what the story was gonna be about. So mm. um, I, it, it, I didn't get that element of surprise. Um, oh, sorry, man. I, I, all, just, I just thought it was a funny TikTok. No, no, just it, because... it, it's all good because like, it, it, it wasn't like, I could have stopped the video at any time in it, but it's just like, that's yeah, Barbie. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna be that much of a, but it, it kind of did. But either way, mm. yeah. This movie was a lot of fun. Um, I give it a free piece. Um, the cast was phenomenal. Um, what's his name? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling, yeah. Ryan Gosling was amazing as Ken. Like, fucking fantastic. Like, he he was so jokes. Um, Margot Robbie is an amazing actor. Like... Mm. Do you know, like, she didn't have to take, like, it's a Barbie movie, innit? She didn't yeah. have to take it seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like, she could have just kind of like, ah, yeah, just like, gone for it, just said her lines, but like, there was emotion, there was comedic timing, like, like, she hit her, her beats, like, she moved like a Barbie, like, she, she put her heart and soul into this movie, innit? like, she, she acted her butt off. Do you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. could have come across as um, very campy um, mm. and very like, um, was it? Is it like B movie? Yeah. But like, they 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 did a Hollywood blockbuster, man. Like they did a really good movie. Now, mm. and again, I'm sorry if I'm being a pussy about this, and I'm sorry if I'm being, I don't know, uh, what the, I don't I don't think the word is chauvinist because I don't think that's right. But like, mm. I understand that I'm not a target audience for this movie, and like, it's in a sense yeah. aimed at women, young women. Well, in my eyes, I thought it was aimed at young women, but actually, its target audience was probably those in their late twenties, early thirties, and that were kind of kids when Barbie blew up proper. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I felt like the some of the messaging in this movie was for the older generation. Yeah, and I, again, mm. I say older generation. I'm talking late twenties, thirties. Like I'm not in that generation, but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. Why? Okay, I get. I, I and and this is why. So I, I'm trying not to be hypocritical because I know it's quite hypocritical and it's hard to not be like. I know, like, it's very easy for that woman can say, like, well, in men's movies, you lot always have the hot chick and the, and the, um, ah, oh, what's it called? 
the eye candy and stuff like that. And you know, you have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> and, and you portray women. I mean, to, 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 to be fair, we we had Padme Leia, but in the third one, we didn't have anyone like that. Yeah, I know, but like you know, so oh, like, sorry, sorry, I say third one, I mean third, the third um, trilogy. Yeah, but like it's coming across here that any like it's not even I wouldn't even say women led but like when 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 it's like women directed yeah and it's like a heavy positive female message the Mm. flip side to that message is that all men are shit and all men are scum and I'm just like I get you know if I'm not a man that's a scum I shouldn't get offended I shouldn't let it hurt me but Mm. like I don't think there was one like good guy in this movie. Like when as soon as Barbie and, and don't get it twisted, yeah, like the social commentary that they did led to some good laughs in it and led to some like funny jokes in it. Yeah. But when Barbie mm. gets to the real world, yeah, in her world, the Barbies are in, in control in it and the Kens are like, in a sense, stereotypically what women are in our world, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Ken is getting looks of um, not adornment, not like when when he's walking up out in public, yeah, and people are looking at him, he feels like, oh, look at me because I'm sexy and macho. But when the guys yeah. are like looking at Barbie, she feels like like almost like a sexual predator vibe, and like she feels uncomfortable, and like she says like, mm. I feel like a violent threat, and like random like obviously guys are like cat whistling at her and going woo and like you got some fries with that shake and then like one guy like blatantly goes and just slaps her ass i'm thinking like we're not all like this and like i know there are quite a few that are but like you're mm-hmm. painting a very broad picture of all men as cunts in it and me personally yeah. like especially at the beginning of the movie i didn't like that and i i think it would have hit me more if I didn't know coming in because someone um, had told me that it was it was in that vein beforehand. So I kind of... Mm. So when it happened, I just kind of rolled my eyes like, okay, cool. Like, if that's what they... Like, if that's what they got... I don't want to say... If that's what they got to do to make themselves feel better about their movies and, and, and put that <laughs> movies for it to work for them... Yeah, then, 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 then you cool, do you, innit? Then cool, innit? Because on the flip side, when we do our action movies... We have girls in bikinis and big testosterone. Do you know what I mean? So if that's the stereotype and how we got to do these movies to make it work, then, you know, I just got to bite my tongue and just kind of, even though I'm talking about it on a podcast, but like, I just got to take you on the chin in it. But in saying that, I'm pretty yeah. sure like Barbie's like done a billion. Like it's, it's doing. It's, 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 it's beaten out um, Oppenheimer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, Oppenheimer didn't do a lot, but I'm pretty sure Barbie's, Barbie movies done like, let me see Barbie box office numbers. Uh, uh, Barbie sells one point one eight global billion billion one point one eight billion. Sorry, I didn't say the B. With, 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 yeah, one point one eight global billion. That's do you know what I mean? Like that's that's good. That's that's you mm. know that's more than good. That's like that's MCU money. That's Top Gun money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's that's Black. Pa- Wait, the Black Panther do two billion or one billion? But that's bit like that's Black Panther money. Like that's good. Do you know what I mean? And I, I and again, I know we make jokes, especially me about representation. Like this is a good movie for women to go out and watch. And I'm glad 
yeah, mm. that women have come out in the droves and supported the movie because as much as making a movie in a sense for women, women still got to go see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but do you know what? It's saying that, right? Again, I haven't seen the film, so I can only go by what um, you need to other see people have. I need to see it. I need to see it. But um, it's not so much about what the contents of the film um it's more just what's been surrounding the film this is why i think i can i can mention it um so basically someone had said that um well actually it's on tiktok right and the women that were saying that men were ruining the film for 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 women because when women originally went to watch the barbie film they felt like the barbie film was good but then as soon as men started shitting it, women too started shitting on the film and thinking now the Barbie film isn't as good, right? You with me so far? Um, so no, basically... No, because all I've heard from women is that this movie's amazing. Right, so that's what you've heard, right? But the flip side is that uh, women have said that men are basically ruining the film for them because they're shit on the film. <laughs> That's 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 pretty much it. This is this what this was this was on TikTok as well. And um when you are on I guess social media, uh, again, depending on what it is, watch stuff like that. I don't have TikTok, by the way, so some of that should be TikTok, right? So um the TikTok video or someone shared the TikTok video with me, right? But basically, um when I heard that, that, you know, women are enjoying the film as much because men in commas have been, um, have ruined that experience for them because, you know, firstly, women were hyped for it and then they've heard that it's been shut on so they're not anymore, that kind of thing. I just think to myself, well, if women themselves feel like men are trash, shit, whatever the case is, right? And no, we're speaking generalities, right? And then there's a film for women uh, because I, I believe it's great for the majority of women that do watch this, not men. Mm-hmm. If it's made for women, right? Why would you let the opinions of men sort of affect the watching, the viewing experience? Or do you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> this is this is one of those movies, yeah, that one, we should all have watched. Mm. Two, we should have got other women on the show to do to get their opinion on the movie and and see if it invoked the emotions that it tried to do, I guess. Mm. Because same way, like, it's not fair to an extent when, like, white people try to, like, review a movie that's not made for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then they say, "Oh, well, it wasn't that good. It was it wasn't that good because you didn't understand the struggle. You didn't really see and connect with the movie." Do you know what I mean? So, like, as much as I can say and try and like, I empathize and I understand. Like, I am not a woman in it, so like, the message, even though I got what the message was, it doesn't mm-hmm. hit me in the same way. If that makes sense. No, I hear you. I hear you. So. 
the reason the reason why I asked that question is because we watch someone like something like Black Panther, right? Mm. Don't get me wrong, the, we've during us watching Black Panther, reviewing Black Panther, this and the other, right? There were definitely people out there who shot on Black Panther, right? Mm. And said, you know, it's, it's it's a rubbish movie, it's the worst MCU film, blah blah, and these were white people, right? Mm -hmm. So in that same, I'm kind of forbid that same vein as it, it's a film that's basically directed towards or catered towards black people, right? When it was being shot on by by other people, we didn't turn around and say, yeah, the film is shit all of a sudden or that, you know, I don't enjoy it as much of this and the other, right? I still very much enjoyed both Black Panther films, mm -hmm. right? So I'm, I'm asking that question in the same vein of that, of I am the target audience, right? Or you are the target audience. So if someone craps on your film, or a film that's catered towards you. If you like the film, that's fine. You can like the film. But why is it that when another group of people who is not um, who is not made or aimed towards crap on it, then all of a sudden you feel that you can't enjoy the film anymore? That kind of thing. That's all I'm getting at. Yeah, um, no, I hear what you're saying. I think it's hard yeah. for me to not. Okay, I, I understand your train of thought, but it's hard for me mm. to see it when I didn't see women coming out and saying that the movie wasn't good. Because you know what I mean? Because that's yeah, like, yeah. All, all I saw... No, no, no it's, what, it's not good based to the fact that someone else has said it's not good, basically. Yeah, I've not seen yeah. that angle to it, like, all I've just seen is positive mm. positive vibes and positive things about that. Oh, movie. that's good then. So... That's good. Yeah, no, yeah. I think this is one that maybe future down the line, if you do watch it, it, it can open up some, like, proper in-depth, you know, maybe not one that we'll have on the podcast, but one that in our chat we might like proper like talk about and go you know because like i said it's there there's um um like going against the patriarchy and and stuff like that in this movie like there's there's yeah. some very interesting topic points of discussion that we could we could have had if we had both watched it and done thing but yeah, yeah it's a good movie it's worth going to the cinema for it i one thing that i will say I love the the cultural impact it's having. I love how like um, you know, for Black Panther we all came out in our Black Panther gear. For Marvel music come out in the cosplay. I love that like girls and guys are like dressing up as Ken and Barbie or and and, and dressing up in well, pink. Wearing the, and, wearing the and, pink. Yeah, yeah I, like I I, I, I I like that. I love that. I I I wish more movies kind of did that way. It created a fandom and let people have the opportunity to come and like express their joy for the movie like mm. if for me if it wasn't for the fact that i had to like fit in between like work and stuff i don't want to pick t-shirt because i just like i don't i don't want it to be involved you know what i mean like mm. it was calm like it was a fun movie and i like the fact that like literally the cinema was full it was full of girls boys young people old people like i swear one woman in my cinema was like eight years old like 80, 80, yeah. Yeah, she was old, old. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, yo, Gramps, what, um, gr Granny, where's your Zimmer frame at? Like, like <laughs> she was old. Um, So, yeah, man, I, I, like I said, I love when a movie can... Because do you know what else? Yeah? Mm. With what we've had with COVID, cinemas need this. Do you know what I mean? Most no, no, definitely do. They, they need definitely people do. coming out in their droves to, and, and then eating f and what, what's it called? What's what's the what's the what do they call the snacks? Conf confectionaries. Yeah, but there's a there's a word for it. There's another word for it. Ah, oh, fuck sake. Another word for confectionery. Yeah, meaning to snack. You know, like know. not concierge because concierge is different. 
Oh, there's a Conf- Conf- I swear it's confectionaries. Nah, there's a. Word. Are you sure? Con- confectionery means sweets, yeah. But you know when I you thought it meant. Gone. You know when people like buy popcorn and sweets and stuff in the cinema. Yeah. There's a word for it. Oh my god, it's gonna fucking bug me. See, this is what happens when I try to be smart and I'm not smart and trying to use big words and I can't remember what the big fucking words are. Oh. Well, I I will stick I will stick with my with my meaning and uh, you can go and what? ponder I'm, about I'm the other word. It called when you buy sweets from the cinema. There's a word for it. Ah, uh, summer help now. now. Concessions. <laughs> concessions. That's, oh, that's the word. Concessions. Yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, okay, cinemas need people to buy concessions. They they need to make the extra money because, like, as much as I sometimes do like it when like a big movie goes to streaming service early because like driving to the, like even though for me it's like half an hour yeah it's still mm. half an hour to the cinema 20 minutes of trailers two hours three hours of worth of movie half an hour back like that's a lot so I'm always gonna go to the cinema for like the big big stuff mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people for the smaller stuff just be like yeah I'm just gonna you know, wait a couple of months. It's gonna be on Disney Plus, or it's gonna be on Netflix, or it's gonna be on. Hey, listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I do understand that sense because I'm someone. I mean, if, if it comes to um, games now, I don't buy games, or I refuse to now buy games um, when price. they're first released because throughout because in a, in a year's time, a few months' time, it's gonna be free on PlayStation Plus, for example, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I am of that mind, but also for the longest time, cinemas have all of a sudden gone from being. I, I remember back in the day, it used to be one pound matinees, right? Fair enough. And this, these are films that will be in cinema for about six months at a time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have a pound, go, go spend it on a, on a Saturday, Sunday matinee, whatever the case is, right? So they used to do that. They don't do that anymore. So I do understand the support of cinemas, especially with COVID and stuff like that. But it's also like the business model for cinemas have been to lower their prices so that people can afford to go to the cinema, right? Like, Again, I understand everything has gotten more expensive over time. However, I think cinemas fired the first shot when um, a film used to be five pounds or four pounds something mm. uh, to, to buy a ticket and then shot up to 14 pounds um, to, uh, to to buy a stuff. No, full well that um, prices are, I think prices have barely even doubled for, for certain things. Like you look at talking about groceries and stuff like that. So yeah. Cinemas fired the first salvo. Now people aren't going to cinema as much because it's super expensive. I mean, yeah. it's like when you when we go to cinema, right? If it wasn't for your um, for your uh, limitless card and stuff like that, which you pay like, what, a monthly year for, whatever the case is, uh, seventy ninety nine a right? month, I think it is. So, so there you go, seventy ninety nine a month, right? That seventy ninety nine alone is the cost of one ticket. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So honestly, we all become. I think I think, cinema they, goers. I think they have brought the prices down, have they not? I thought they had. Nope. I mean, last time I went to the cinema, I, I easily spent about 40, 15 pounds. And that was just a ticket alone before I started. And this was even IMAX. Before I went to the, um, the concessions, in inverted commas, yeah, to get popcorn and, 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 and my drinks. Do you know what I mean? So um, I do understand support and cinemas and stuff like that's how they make their money. But surely you could bring your prices down a little bit, right? If, if not for the ticket, surely you could the, for, the, um, for the popcorn, sweets, um, or what what have you? Do you know what I mean? 
um, just so that you're, you're so it's more inviting for people to come to the cinema. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I hear you support your support your cinemas, this, that, and the other, but at the same time, that it's, it's become ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it's going to cinemas has become so ridiculous that, mm. of course, there was going to go to cinema, especially yeah. in the in in the um sort of um cost of living crisis that we have, and they've still not even bothered to do it, knowing full well that um that people can't afford to come to the cinema. I think that's on them, to be fair. Um, and they fired the first shot. Since 2007, they fired the first shot. And I remember that. I know I know there was, there was a financial crash and everything like that. We all suffered. Mm. Some people more than others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's saying that though. Marketing marketing for Barbie, Barbie is marketing done right. Because I remember when it was Black Panther, people dressed up in yeah, African wear. I know yeah. you definitely did. Um, I can't remember if I did. People, people proper, proper showed up, turned up, and this, that, and the other. So Barbie is this as a similar vein as well, where people are dressed up in pink, in in you know, glossing themselves up to go to the cinema. I think yeah. I think it's marketing done right, yeah. and for people that can't go can't go to the cinema, do 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 these sort of things where they dress up and go to the cinema. I think it's a fun experience for everyone because it just shows you the support, the level of support that people have for the film, regardless of how well how well it does or you know. They they might like the film as they sit through, they may hate it as the film goes on, whatever the case is. But these people have turned up and turned up with, with their colours. I think that's always that's always positive. Um if you can afford to go to a cinema and support your local uh I say your local cinemas, but they're all like they're all like, you know, not big corporations, but you know what I mean, like they're all like yeah. your audience, your cinema cinemas, that kind of thing. Um, you know, the the chains of 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 the of the brands, so there is that. Um, I mean, we we always start when we go watch anime, right? <laughs> so we like every time, every time there's an anime uh, anime that we both like, we go we go to cinema, we watch it in, in yep. full um, anime stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of that's the kind of support that um, we have for for yeah. cinemas. Uh, we, we, um, we 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 try and always support. Do you know what I mean? We do always we try do, and go to do. cinema. We do, like I said, I have a cinema pass. So again, I I support whether I go or not. I'm I'm paying my subscription. Um, mm. The last thing I'm only going to talk about if you've seen it is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I have not seen it. And I am going to save that for potentially the weekend or whenever we record next because right. I I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Even though I want to hear your thoughts on other things, but like, because like, it's probably the more nerdier of the movies that's out right now. And you know, bloods and that. I wanna, I wanna give that one a little bit more of the blurs treatment, and then yeah. potentially see if we can get Thomas on for that episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. Next, considering we had so much content, we actually got through through it quite quickly. We're under two hours. Um, for the next episode, whether in a couple of days or a week or two, I am going to try and watch Dragon Prince season five. My Dad the Bounty Hunter Season 2. Blue mm. Beetle if we record after Friday. And I'm going to try and get a little snippet of that callbacks. Um, All right, then. And then I'm going to catch up on some anime. But Martin, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your understanding and understanding that shift work sometimes sucks. Um, <laughs> no problem. I'm a busy man. Um, I'm going to be even more busy when the uni season starts because I'm going to be that 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 one is gonna be even more intense. Being in Div One, you know, gotta give even more energy than I've ever more given. More energy, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've and I've also started coaching again. 
Oh, you um, went back to Kingston, yeah? Yeah, back to Kingston. So that's that's going to be fun. Linebackers coach. Um, linebackers coach. And perhaps, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But so far, linebackers coach. Okay. Um, so let's see how it goes. All right, um, cool. When, well, when they get season gets closer, let me get your fixture list. And any game that we don't have a game, I'll have to come down and support you. Yeah, yeah, no, sounds good. Yeah, all right, excellent. <laughs> let's go. Well, let's go again. I, you know, I, I am. How how do I put this politically? I am not a hater of allowing, supporting you to go back to in a sense where you belong. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you deserve to be at Kingston. You've been there this whole time. I'm I'm gonna, you know, wish you all the best in a sense. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Don't worry. Cool. <laughs> no, 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 no hating uh, gang out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not hating on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, thanks, guys, for staying patient with us as well. Um, do you know what? I don't do this enough. And even though I love the, I love them so much. I I don't do it enough. And I, I think mm. after my discussions with them this week, I feel like even more reason to do it. So I got to give a big shout out to Seth, Kev. Oh, how 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 did I how did I forget how did I find out? <laughs> do, you, do you know what? I, okay, I haven't found it out here, but I was gonna I was gonna mention all of the guys, but yeah, like, literally because I speak to Seth and Ke- and 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 Kayla the most, yeah, their their names came straight to my head, but also Renee, mm-hmm. Patrick, ah. Oh, and the other black guy, <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> no, I forget their name. It's Renee, Seth, Kalo, Patrick. Oh my god, I I do this all the time. You know, it took me ages to like um even like tell their voices apart. And, yeah. Uh, but basically, who ne- who's next gaming are contemplating taking a bit of a break. And obviously, in the last couple of weeks, months, you know, we've seen Heroes of Noise take like. Mm. A bit of a break where they now drop an episode once every couple of months. Um, pop culture leftovers on indefinite break. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, there were times during the preparation for the wedding, and we took that like three months hiatus. I was like, Do I want to come back? Like, it's a lot of hard work, you know, mm. like the downloads aren't as juicy as they once was. Like, I know I've always done this for fun, and like the aim of making money was always a long shot, but I was just like seeing some of the things I was like ah oh. and then like there's so much to watch now like I just sometimes just want to just watch things at my own pace and not be like oh listen got, sometimes I've... if it's overwhelming like yeah. remember the update that I messaged you that oh new things have dropped right? and I feel overwhelmed I like my brain feels overwhelmed because I'm thinking to myself we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to like, review most of these that have come out right be it the, the animated stuff, stuff yeah the you know, we're gonna have to watch them right and talk about them, you know, give our give our thoughts about it, S- X, Y, and Z, right? At the same time, I'm like, there's just so much. Like, what do we do? How do we Fam. how do we even begin to and do then, this? And then look how much like sick anime dropped the season, and I'm only managing yeah. to watch three. Yeah, normally I'm mm. watching like six or seven at a time. Like, I'm watching one on a Monday, one on a Tuesday, one on a Wednesday. Like, I'm watching three. I'm struggling to keep up. But okay, I got the names now. Shout out to Who's Next Gaming, who always shouts out on these episodes. Seth, you know I love you. Match love. Keep out the content, whether it's once a week, once a month, once every two months. Like, do what suits you. Like, 
Don't I, I, I understand the pressure, but try not to have the pressure. Like, let it be fun. Yeah. Just do what you gotta do. So again, shout out to the next game and the crew over there is Seth, Sir Kalo, who's been on an episode of Blurs of Rust as well as Seth, Patrick, who I've met over here when they ever came came off to London, Jerome, Renee, and um they just tried to restart a new edition on the on the gaming side of things who I've watched the name. But much love to those guys. Go check them out. Very good friends of the show. Um shout out um Nerds the Podcast, formerly known as Nerds. Yeah. Shout out Nerds, the podcast, formerly known as Nerd Porn. You know, I love Jesse, James, and Aaron. Um, them guys are always bringing quality uh, gaming content. Uh, we're not as much gaming, so I listen to them, especially them two guys, for my gaming content. Uh, I always get quite excited when they uh, talk about anime or review something that I've recommended. Do you know what I didn't talk about? You know, we've, hmm. we've, we've just... Did you watch They Clone Tyrone? No, so I'm halfway through it. I'm halfway right, through. They kill Tyrone. We'll, so we'll far, say, I'm enjoying it. We'll save that for next week. Cause I clearly didn't put it on my um, on my list either. So yeah. we'll save that. But go check out who's next podcast. Go check out Nerds the podcast. Um, who else is there? Go check out Joe Stark's old episodes of the Starkcast. Uh, go check out um, Hop's R- Rocking with Hop. Yeah, I think I said that wrong. Let me just make sure. Rock, rock with Hop. Um, go check out Rock of Hop and uh, check out um, Vintage Geeks um, all good friends of the show um, people that I speak to on a regular basis and you know listen to the show and support us as well so yeah Martin thank you much as always and without further ado say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time alright guys thanks for listening bye bye now <laughs> <laughs>